Hello everyone, this is Lisa and this is Real Life. In this week's podcast, we're going to talk about that little voice inside your head. Formally, it's what it says, what it means, and it's really called self-talk. Self-talk Most of us have that little voice in our head that provides running commentary on everything we think, feel, and do. But the question is, is that voice your best friend or your worst enemy? And and what do you do when that little voice in your head sounds like it just might have rabies? This week, we're going to be digging into self-talk what it is, why it matters, and how to work through the things that you think and feel so that you can be more positive and self-confident. Well, let's take a moment to define self-talk. Self-talk is a term used to describe the voice in your head, which is part of your conscious. It's the way we process our thoughts, feelings, and experiences. And self-talk can either be positive or negative, or a combination of both. Positive self-talk is when we have thoughts about ourselves that are supportive, complementary, and nurturing. Negative self-talk, on the other hand, can be destructive, derogatory, and criticizing. There's a big difference between the two, and it's usually pretty easy to identify which is which. For example, positive self-talk might be thinking, Wow, I'm looking good today when you're wearing your favorite outfit, compared with making a mistake and thinking something negative like, why did you do that? Are you stupid? Most people have a combination of positive and negative thoughts about themselves, and negative thoughts aren't necessarily bad because they can serve to be a motivator to do and be better. But the challenge becomes when the negative thoughts outweigh the positive. When you're feeling stressed, anxious, overwhelmed, depressed, or are struggling with low self-esteem, it can be a real challenge to push away negative thoughts. And, often, negative self-talk goes hand-in-hand with conditions like anxiety and depression. Some examples of negative self-talk might be, I can't believe I just did that. Why can't I get this right? Why am I so fat? Why am I so useless? Nobody will ever love me. And my personal favorite, who would want to listen to anything I have to say? On the other hand, some examples of positive self-talk might be, that's a good opportunity to learn. I'm getting better at this every day. I am getting healthier every day. I am useful and valuable. I am loved and I am capable of being loved. And I have something useful to share with the world. How you think about yourself and how you treat yourself is the foundation of your mental health and and your well-being. If you treat yourself like garbage, you're going to feel like garbage. Just like if you treat yourself like a Disney princess, then you'll be a Disney princess. In theory, anyway, Uh, let me say that this subject might not apply to everyone. Some of you may have really healthy inner dialogues, and good for you. Keep it up. You're number one. For some of us, though, we have an inner voice that sounds more like those two grumpy old men on the Muppets. 
When you think poorly of yourself, it's tough not to believe it because you know that nobody in the world knows you like you know you, you know? Sorry, I couldn't help it. But our inner voice can be a devious little bugger sometimes. And even though we might want to expect that we would have our own best interests in mind at all times, unfortunately, our inner critic can sometimes take over and run amok with our fears, vulnerabilities, and insecurities. Working on improving your self-talk is a much bigger challenge than simply deciding to be nice to yourself. If you're prone to negative self-talk, it's going to take a while to undo years and years of reinforced behavior. Just telling yourself you're doing well isn't going to immediately change things. But with some time and patience and practice, you can and you will turn that obnoxious little voice into a supportive one. So one of the challenges of living with anxiety or depression is a spiral that can happen inside your head when that little voice decides to tell you that you're a worthless piece of nothing. Let's talk about why negative self-talk happens. First of all, your inner dialogue has been shaped by every thought and feeling you have ever had since the day you were born. It's the product of everything you've ever done, said, or felt. So, if you had a rough childhood, then it's pretty likely that you're going to have some thought patterns that might be on the negative side, unless you deal with them. If you were constantly told that you were stupid, even though you were the top of the class, or if your father suddenly stopped calling or visiting one day because he had a new family, you're probably going to feel some type of way about that. And if it's left to fester, then over time it will bury itself deep down into your subconscious and it will start to inform every thought and feeling you have about yourself, every emotion. Let's talk about our emotions for a moment. Your emotions are the stuff that's bubbling away just below the surface. Sometimes they come out and sometimes you keep them hidden, but either way, they drive the things you do and say. Your emotions are created by your thoughts and feelings, the stuff that's going on a little bit deeper under the surface, and they turn, well, just in turn, they are a product of your values and beliefs, but it doesn't stop there. Your values and beliefs are fundamentally driven by your needs, and more specifically, whether your needs are going to be met or unmet. There's a whole theory in psychology that was put forward by Abraham Maslow, which is referred to as Maslow's hierarchy of needs. In short, it suggests that our needs start from a basic level, breathing, sleeping, eating, and insecurity. Then it progresses into love, belonging, esteem, and self-actualization. My point here is that the theory states everything about you is being driven by your needs and whether they're being met or not. If you're 
more fundamental needs are under attack, let's say you're feeling that your safety is threatened, or maybe more commonly you're feeling rejected, and so don't have your love and belonging needs met, then you're going to think, feel, and act in a very different manner than you might if all of your needs are being met. That's what is driving your self-talk. All that stuff that's going on in your mind at this moment is being directly influenced by what's happening or not happening in your life right now, as well as everything from your past, whether good, bad, or indifferent. So why does that voice have so much control? Because, because we let it. We give it power. And we give it power because of our deep-seated insecurities, vulnerabilities, and fears. Fear or failure? Sure, I'll beat myself up over that and second-guess every decision I make and keep myself small for fear of trying something new in case it goes to heck. That's just one example, but hopefully you get my point. That voice is trying to protect you in its own small manner. I'll say it again. That voice is trying to protect you in its own small manner because it's trying to keep you out of harm's way. Having said that, it's also trying to keep you from trying new things so that you stay safe and cozy in your little box. And that's not what we were born to do. We all know that boats weren't built just to stay in the harbor, right? We all have fears and insecurities. Some of us are good at pushing them. Some of us struggle to face them, let alone push past them. It's human nature, and it happens to many of us. But when that negative voice takes over, especially common for those of us with mental health challenges, then that constant self-criticism can become utterly debilitating. Self-criticism happens when we focus on the negative rather than looking for solutions or acknowledging the positive. If you choose to only focus on the negative, that is all you will see. So it's up to you to challenge it. I know it's frustrating when you hear things from people like me talk about mental health by saying things like, it's up to you to challenge it. But the reality is that nobody can get into your head and rearrange things for you. Only you can do it. Now, you can seek guidance and support through seeing a therapist or a counselor and digging deep through things, especially past and present trauma, but only you can manage the stuff in your head. Please remember that. If your little voice tells you that you're worthless, Thank it for its opinion, and then remind yourself that it's just your insecurities, vulnerabilities, and fears trying to protect you, even though it's going a really, it's going at it a poor way. It's like when someone feels it's necessary to share their opinion with you, when it's actually a criticism or insult disguised as an opinion. Everybody is entitled to their opinion, but you're entitled to choose whether or not to let their opinion take up valuable real estate in your head. The same goes for that inner voice. 
just because the call is coming from inside the house, it doesn't mean that the little voice is in any real position of power. It just means there's a little voice in your head who is a bit of an ass and you can choose whether to hang up the phone or keep letting it taunt you. So how do you work through your self-talk and make it work in your best interest? The first step, in my opinion, is to tackle any negative self-talk immediately when it happens. Notice the thought. Acknowledge it. Process why you're having it. Uh, for instance, I'm, I'm feeling insecure because I am trying something new, and it's okay to be a little bit scared. I am not going to let fear hold me back and then let it go. If the self-criticism is about something you can change and want to change, then change it. If it's about something outside of your control, like how another person thinks about you, let it go. Because you can't change that. You can influence it, for example, by behaving differently in the future, but you cannot change it. Talk to someone you trust. As I always say, Sometimes a good talk is exactly what you need to get things off your chest. So you can then move forward. I'm a big venter. Uh, I need to vent my feelings. Then once I've run out of steam, I can look at the situation rationally and find a way forward. It can also help to name that negative inner voice. Uh, choose something that works for you personally. Uh, a lot of people, one person I know, uh, likes to use something slightly absurd like Gertrude. No, for real. But you might go with negative Nora, negatini, or horrid Henrietta, horrid Henry, or whatever works for you. You get what I'm saying here. If it's happening a lot, talk to a professional. They can do deeper work with you to process what's going on and use techniques that help you to deal with trauma if need be. Also, do what you can to prevent getting to a place of negative self-talk taking over. Why? Because prevention is better than cure. Get out more. Focus on actively letting go of the little stuff so it doesn't become big stuff. Be conscious of what you put into your mind and what you put out into the world because what you put out comes back to you. Don't go making nasty comments at people on the internet or being rude to shop assistants or, or servers and then wonder why negative energy comes right back at you. Put out the type of energy you want back. Cultivate more positive self-talk. Congratulate yourself on a job well done. Undertake daily gratitude practice and write a list of five to ten things you're grateful for every single day. Spend a few minutes every week and write down a list of things that you like about yourself. It really works. Healthy food and exercise. Well, what you put into your body, mind, and spirit will have a direct effect on how you think and feel. Make healthy decisions. Uh, don't self-medicate with alcohol or drugs or food or whatever, because they do much more harm than good. As a matter of fact, alcohol is a depressant. Think about how you feel the morning after or afternoon after, and you'll know exactly what I mean. 
And if you do slip up, that's okay. Forgive yourself. Learn from it and resolve to do better next time. Choose healthy thoughts. If you're prone to negative self-talk, make a conscious decision every single day to think positive thoughts. When the inevitable negative thoughts happen, observe them, acknowledge them, thank them for trying to protect you, and tell them that you're going to focus on the positive now, because that is how you want to live. It will take time, perseverance, and lots and lots of practice. But eventually, you, you'll see that the negative thoughts will happen less frequently. You need to be vigilant, however. Don't stop your deliberate focus on positive self-talk just because things are improving a bit. Because if you take your eye off the negative self-talk, then it might decide to run around like a bull in a china shop. Healthy processing. Be aware of habits that might be affecting your self-talk like isolating yourself, not dealing with problems when they happen, not making time for self-care, spending too much time around negative people, pretending that the negative running commentary in your head isn't doing you harm, because it is, and it is actually chipping away at your self-esteem every minute of every day. So we all have that little voice inside our head that tells us when we're doing well or where we might need to do better. But when that voice becomes overly critical and belligerent, you need to remember that you don't have to put up with that garbage. Take control and stop giving that voice power. Good mental health takes daily effort. Again, good mental health takes daily effort. And if you've had difficulties with the negative self-talk, then know that it is po absolutely possible to turn it around with continued practice and taking it one day at a time. So to wrap it up here, here are my three main tips uh, for dealing with self-talk. Negative self-talk is your mind's way of trying to protect you. But it can get out of control if you let it run riot. You choose how you think and feel. So if that inner monologue sounds like it's out to get you, take control, either on your own or with help from a therapist or counselor. Increase your positive self-talk through conscious daily effort. Focus on the positive in all things. Reframe the negative and learn to let go. I'm going to end this podcast with a quote. And here it is. It's not what we say out loud that really determines our lives. It's what we whisper to ourselves that has the most power. And that is a quote by Robert Kiyosaki. Thank you for listening. And this is Lisa. Have a good day.